Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Short Rest. I am Fletch, your Dungeon Master, and joining me today is Talia, player of the Bard with the Golden Voice, Celine. Thanks for being on, Talia. No problem. Now, in addition to being the Golden Voice, Celine, you are also an employee of Wizards of the Coast, which we want to mention because this is not a Wizards of the Coast sponsored event, and my wife. Yes, it's true. It is true. Now, Celine is a tiefling, and we've actually gotten quite a few questions about what exactly a tiefling is, because it's something that not a lot of people are familiar with. Can you uh, explain uh, tieflings for us? Sure. Um, So tieflings are, if you were to compare it to something you would know, like a half-demon, they have what they call infernal bloodlines, which means that they some at some point cross paths with uh, demons and humans. So they look mostly like a human, but they have demonic features. They tend to have um, different skin tones like reds and purples. Um, they have tails. They have horns. Celine happens to be a red tiefling, uh, and she has a really long tail. Um, she actually comes from the bloodline of Levistus, who is the tiefling that runs one of the nine levels of hell, uh, Stygia. Well, he's the demon that runs Stygia, right? Correct. So not all tieflings are evil, right? Uh, they, uh, they can choose their own path. Yes. Um, actually, tieflings tend to have a harder time in society because people do distrust them naturally. Uh, there's actually a thing in the player's handbook about mutual mistrust. So when tieflings are seen um, in public, they typically get something where, you know, like shopkeepers will keep an eye on them to make sure that they're not causing trouble. Um, But usually, I mean, you know, as in any class, you can kind of pick your alignment based on what your character's motivations are. And Celine is a little on the chaotic side um you'll you'll know further in the season but uh for the most part she's she's a good tiefling and the reason why is she was granted a boon from Levistus. uh so the backstory on Levistus is he tried to overthrow asmodeus at one point and was basically punished by having to um grant boons which you know no demon really likes to be nice to people or other creatures. Uh, And she basically reached out to him, and that's how she was able to get her powers as a bard. She never actually realized she had any magical powers. That's great. How did did Celine get to Waterdeep? Well, she had kind of a roundabout travel into Waterdeep. So she started in the Circus of the Dark Moon when she was young. Uh, She lost her family in a tragic event that she's not really sure what happened. She has a lot of like dreams about some kind of large tree-like creatures coming in. And all she knows is she ended up in the circus and she was kind of enslaved to work for them um, because she was a tiefling. So she was very interesting to see. Um, And she had a lot of talents. She's very acrobatic. So she's able to you know, do trapeze really well and she can do contortionism. Uh, So What ended up happening is she had like a really bad show where she fell during a trapeze scene and 
the circus looks very poorly on you if you mess up. So to save herself, because she actually injured herself and she couldn't keep going like they would expect, uh, she she prayed essentially to Levistus and asked for a boon and he granted it to her. And then she was able to sing. And what she did is she charmed the crowd and ran away. And that's kind of how she became a bard. Um, and then... Uh, she just kind of kept going until she could find the nearest town and it happened to be Waterdeep. And she started kind of, you know, getting to know the seedier side of the city and, you know, getting into some of the taverns. And she eventually got into the lounge singing scene. Um, so she knows a lot of the, uh, like, bartenders and, you know, you've, you've heard her talking to some of the bouncers and things. That's kind of how she got there. Interesting. Uh, you mentioned before that Celine is a bard. And while I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with sort of like the warriors and wizards of Dungeons and Dragons, they might not be familiar with bards. Can you explain uh, what exactly that is? Yes. Um, bards are magical creatures that have control through song. So it's pretty typical that a bard actually isn't as much of a fighter as they are um, a singer where they'll inspire their um, the other players in their team to try to help with a battle. Uh, but Selena is a little different. Uh, she came from a little rougher background. Uh, we don't really know at this point what she's encountered. Um, and so she she takes that sort of musical um, element of magic and uses that alongside of her you know acrobatics and fighting skills and it's it's interesting in the worlds of Dungeons and dragons because um music isn't just like a sound or a vibration but it actually has a power so that's how bards sort of they can shape it and use echoes and and it's it's very interesting like they they can basically control things with song Talia, how long have you been playing Dungeons and Dragons now? Oh, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons in 2005 when you introduced me to it. Hmm, interesting. So, a pretty some might say a seasoned player. That's that's some good experience uh playing Dungeons and Dragons, being in these worlds. Um so with that experience in mind, with that uh kind of background playing Dungeons and Dragons, um, I think the the most important question I could ask is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a kisser am I? Hmm. Ooh, how do I even compare this? Would this be like a succubus stat, maybe? Well, I think you'd want to compare me with an incubus because a succubus is a female demon that consumes... Uh, emotional power while an incubus is a male demon that does it. I'm just looking on a, a scale of 1 to 10. Scale of 1 to 10, Talia, how good of a kisser? Let's roll to see. That'd be a 14. I'll take a 14. You heard it here first, folks. 14. Well, Talia, thank you for being on. Thank you for clearing some of that up. Thank you to all of our listeners to listening for listening to another short rest. Uh, look forward to our next episode of Deep Trouble um, next Wednesday. Uh, be sure to you know follow us on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, leave us a review and rate the podcast. It really helps us reach new listeners. Don't forget, on November 5th, we'll be playing live on twitch.tv slash dnd during the regular Dragon Talk slot at 2 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. 
We'll be playing for Extra Life to help Seattle Children's Hospital, so take a look at our Extra Life page today and donate to help shape our game. Thanks for listening, everyone, and tune in next week for Episode 4 of Adventure They Wrote.